everyone, I'm Haley. And I'm Mackenzie. And this is Just, Just Ignore Us. Bonus episode. <laughs> Hello everyone. Hey y'all, happy evermore. <laughs> happy evermore. <laughs> um, okay, so... As I told y'all on the story, if you watched it on our Instagram, um, this episode is just going to be a little, just kind of... A hiccup. Hiccup. Like I know. Like I love it. to call things... It's a hiccup of a good time, but... Um, I'm really excited about this one, because I feel like this is just, like, these are, like, our people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're listening to this, like, you get it. Like, you get us. Like, you're... This just, is basically only for Taylor Swift fans, yes. because, you know, if you don't usually listen to our episodes... And you're not a Taylor Swift fan, like, I get it, but, like, usually... We have We're the, the real ones. Yeah, these are the real Taylor Swift fans. So, last night, we, at precisely 11, like, 02, because McKenzie's TV wasn't loading. Right, 11.02, not we, 11. We, like, put up, linked up the album and listened to... This is exactly what we did for Folklore. We literally just, like, literally just sat down, like, listened to the whole thing from start to finish. Mm -hmm. So when we were doing that, we, like, took some notes on kind of, like, the songs that stood out to us, like, kind of some of the lyrics. And then I think both of us pretty much off and on all day today, the day being the day after, have, like, kind of listened to it again. Yeah. And some of the songs I think we're noticing, like, I have my, our initial notes, but then also, like, some of the songs, you know, you like them more than you did, like, the first time, you know? Yeah. Uh, especially with the Folklore album, when we first listened to it, in, like, that first hour, you know, I was kind of like, this has never been anything I've ever heard before by her. Right. It was just you know, a shock. Was, yeah, I was very like, okay, where where are we going? And um, so it, it kind of took me maybe, like, a couple listens to really, like, fall in love with mm -hmm. the, the Folklore album. Mm -hmm. And um, if you follow my personal Instagram, you would have seen that, like, literally five songs were part of my top, yeah. or four songs were part of my top five of the whole year of what I've listened to on Spotify. It, so I I obviously love folklore. It just took me a minute to like really get into it. And I think that's what's going to happen with Evermore also. So I was going to say, was it kind of the same for you? Like you're still, you're like kind of feeling the same way towards this album that you were on folklore, like on your first listen? Yes. Like I'm going to have to listen. I'm going to have yeah. to like just listen to it on my own time, like here and there, because that's when I fell in, that's how I fell in love with the folklore album so i think i mean because this evermore is what like a sister album i think someone right. called it like yeah you know so i think it's just gonna have to be the same situation i'm just gonna you know pick those few first songs that i initially like like mm -hmm. listen to those and then like the ones that i was like kind of hesitant about like i don't know if i could really like jam with this but now like i can jam with the entire folklore album so it's like i know every song i know like <laughs> have you seen those things where it's like me to people who saying you can't dance to folklore or something and it's just like them like i literally can jam to folklore even though it's like this like folksy like so oh, yeah. like, i will dance to folklore like it is that good to me but so this one i think i said like i'll just i guess in the end i like I rated it overall i said not better than folklore but it could grow this yes. is just my opinion but like I've, we've already talked to people like our friends who say you know i like this album more than folklore already so i think it's a lot of the same obviously and i think that um it's already growing on me more mm -hmm. i liked folklore i think immediately more when i listened to, to it on the first listen but i'm like i'm not i'm not putting out any definitive like this is how i feel about it so like when you first heard folklore though like what was your like first song you liked? like if you had to pick one from the first listen like what was like your one that you like liked the most 
I mean, I really liked the one, the first song. Me too. I me loved, too. Like, that was that 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 was my number one song. Like was that was my favorite. One. It was so good, and I feel like that was really like that really set the album cardigan was a a grower. I mean, like I wasn't fully there on the first listen me too but then i just remember mir- the standouts for me on the first album were mirror ball and peace yeah like those and then- i lo- invisible string was one of my favorite like oh I true because w- i was like oh this is like a, a cool like you know the string the chords right. the way it was like played i was like okay this is really interesting but now forevermore like what is your it, if you had to pick one you know from like the first listen that we listened okay to, like, it's it's like kind of just boring but like willow that's mine too which is literally the but both of those those are the first songs and i think she does this on purpose i know i think she's i think she does it on purpose to kind of grab you and then like make you kind of like captivated for the rest of the listen but like literally i think Willow is like Mackenzie was making fun of me, but I literally wrote like Bop, bop. <laughs> and I like she wrote Willow equals Bop. I was like, I was looking at her as we were listening to it in my room on my TV, and I looked at her. I was like, Bop, okay, that's that is like but that's like, really what it but is. when I heard the one, I was like, oh, I I could definitely bop. like see myself like singing this in the car, <laughs> and then when Willow like the that was the first song of the album, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm that's feeling it. I'm feeling Willow. I mean, I loved it so. And I think that is her single because that's what she. I haven't watched the video yet, but that's the video she released. So I think yeah. that is the single for the album. Yeah, which because makes Cardigan sense to me. was the one that was right. the single, and that's the one they did the music video to. So right. now Willow's the one that did the music video for Evermore. I love that song. I love Willow. I think it was good that she started out with that because it just gives us a good feeling, like for the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. And then the second song that was Champagne Problems. That was that song. We kind of said it sounded like Invisible Strings. And um, I think it's another one of, like, her, um, like, kind of story songs or whatever. Yeah. We um, we did say, like, whenever, like, hey, we're Haley's, like, writing down the notes and we're just talking about it. And um, I kind of told her, I said, maybe, like, every song that we do, like, relate it to a song from folklore that right. we, like, thought... Um, even not just like the story behind it, but more of like what it sounded like. Even in the beginning, like the first five seconds, I was like, "Yeah, Invisible String," or like, you know. So, because um, they really do, they kind of all have a little bit of like a callback to like either we were saying like some other song, maybe even from a different Taylor album, but or also from folklore. Like they kind of, it really does almost feel like. And I'm not saying that they, I'm not saying that they didn't separate the albums, but it really almost does feel like they could have written these all. And like like Mackenzie said that she picked a bunch for folklore folklore and then maybe like she had some left over and then continued writing yeah. for this album i remember telling you that last time because i was like what if like there, like i'm just thinking there's no way she just like oh let me just write 15 songs exactly. after folklore like i think she wrote for folklore like 30 songs like a bunch of songs exactly. and they just like and then her and the them. team you know like whoever it was and the mm-hmm. guy her boyfriend uh they were like okay let's pick the top you know how many songs does folklore even have um, I want, like, 15 sounds right, but maybe Yeah, they must have been, been like, let's pick the top half, that's the best. Mm-hmm. But, um, not that, not that Evermore is, like, you know, the lower half, but I think Folklore still is, like, my favorite so far. But, you know, like I said, I may all grow to love Evermore yeah. more. Um, I think, um, the third song was that song, Gold Rush. And I think that one's, I've been talking to some people, like, and some people are saying that's kind of one of their standouts, too. It has, like, that faster beat, mm-hmm. kind of like we said, like, Mirrorball, like, just that, like, that trancey, like, kind of fast beat. Um, and then I told Mackenzie, like, one of my songs from today that's been, like, re, like, that's re-enlightened me, kind of, that I didn't really love yesterday was Tis the Damn Season. Yes. That song is I so good. I, I wasn't really feeling it, like, I guess because, I don't know, like, last night I just wasn't right. really, I'm like, I guess I was just thinking, like, Christmas. I don't know. It's because in, it says Tis the Damn Season. So I'm like, 
is this like a Christmas song? And then I was like, wait, I don't know. And so like last night I was really iffy with it, but Haley and I were in the car together today and um, we were listening to it and I was like, yeah, this is definitely it's like good. better. I wrote, you know, the second or third time you heard it. It's an anti-Christmas Christmas song. I'm not saying it's inherently anti-Christmas, but you know what I mean? It's about the holiday, but yeah. it's not a Christmas song. You know right. what I mean? But yet it is a kind of a Christmas song, but I put, it's like major, like small town vibes. Like it reminds me of like where we live, like the town that we live in when everyone comes home for like Thanksgiving or like whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. And like you come home and like it's all those people from high school that you had relationships with or whatever in the past. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. So I really like that song. Yeah. Um, I grew to, I'm growing to like that one more and more. The track five was Tolerated. I like Tolerated. So good. So I that, that was one that stood out to me, um, like second, you even, yeah, yeah, like in the first he like listen in the first hearing, in the, <laughs> the first time I heard it, uh, tolerate was one of the uh one, that one in Willow so far at that point that I was like okay I'm feeling it. This one's like a real ballad I would say, and I read so I read like from um like E News like kind of talking about like the hidden Easter eggs quote unquote like kind of seeing what I we didn't pick up on, and so apparently that track five is always her saddest song. So I think that really yeah apparently she saves her okay. saddest songs for track five. I have to look up. I know all these tracks. I have to look at all the track fives and all of them. Like oh my god. Now it makes me curious if like all too well from Red album is like track five because that song is just so heartbreaking. But if you y'all need to go dissect. Okay, so tolerated. wait, wait. Folklore the, track five is my tears ricochet. Saddest song. Like what the heck? It's, I didn't. I can't believe I never caught that before. Okay, I'm looking at Lover though. I have to see it. But um, for tolerated, it's like the Archer. Sorry. It's, okay, I would I'm looking say, them all up. I would say that it's, like, kind of, like, really this, like, y'all need to go dissect it. It's, like, a heartbreaking, like, marriage story. Like, I wrote down, which I know is kind of crazy, but I wrote down, like, Eliza Hamilton. Because if you, like, you can just look at it from the, from kind of, like, this point of view of, like, the, the woman in the marriage who just feels like she's giving it her all and, like, it's not reciprocated. It's, like, honestly so heartbreaking and sad. Like, I think that this is, like, one of the most, like, revealing. And I don't think it's even from her perspective, but I think it's, like, such an interesting point of view mm -hmm. and story. Um... And then the next song. Wait. What, did you pull it up? So for Red Album, it's all too well. Oh my god, I freaking knew it. <laughs> I freaking knew it. Yo, like this is this that is, is so true. Know. I know. For reputation, it's delicate. I'm I have to look at like speaking out. Like I wanna know it all I wanna know every every album every album. It's Dear John. Oh yeah. So that makes sense. Fearless is White Horse. Okay, yeah. See, that's so, I think that, that's so, like, oh, my gosh. It's and a then, um, So, her first album ever is Cold as You. Okay, I've never heard that song. Are you kidding me? No. What song? Oh my God, is that her so self-titled album? It's her, like, her... Self-titled. Yeah. yeah so, it is good. So, yeah, that's apparently her thing, is, is the track five. So, I, ne I, I like, know, never knew that. Oh, my God. We know God. for the future. But, um, the next one was, okay, I think... Our probably least favorite song, I would say, on the whole album is Nobody, No Crime. I don't... I mean, maybe on the whole album, yeah, but, I mean, it's not terrible, terrible. I know this Haley is Haley hates be, it. I hate it, and I know this is going to be a hot take because I've already had people talking about how, like, I've read that it, they're saying it's going to be a fan favorite. Like, I've seen some bloggers that I follow, like, talk about how much they love it. Yo, like, I don't like it. But I don't like Haim, 
and that's the band that's that's featured on it and like i just don't like them and i never have and like my friend matthew's tried to get me on board since high school it's not happening so i think that's why but i think the story is interesting Esty is the name of one of the members of the band so if y'all are wondering like who that is that's who that is she keeps saying her name in the thing but mm. i don't know it's just not happening for me i think i don't know i think that one's just another one that's gonna grow me more because i really I, like it just sticks out so much yeah. to me than all the other it's songs such, in the album. It's like such a contradiction from like mm -hmm. the rest of them, you know. Yeah. Um, seven is happiness. I haven't really dived into That's that one long. much. It's long. It's long. I think we said peace vibes. Mm -hmm. Um, it's talking a lot about like other women's stuff, like um, kind of like the dress I wore. I wrote like a dress I wore at midnight. I thought that might have been a callback to New Year's Day, if you remember that song from Reputation. I don't know, 1989 maybe. I don't know. It was like the end of the album, and it was a really slow song about pick, helping him pick up on New yeah. Year's Day after midnight. I don't know. But, oh yeah, um, that's from 1989. Uh, she she mentioned things like the green light, and I thought that might be like Gatsby because she's talked about Gatsby before. I think it was Reputation. Mm -hmm. Doesn't she say like throwing a Gatsby party or whatever? But um, track eight was Dorothea. That was like um, that kind of like it had a lot of drums in it. You know, like that fast-paced song. She said that the name of the, as far as, like, that, the person is in the same, like, universe and town as Betty, Inez, and James from the Folklore album, but, like, they're not, like, related in any way. Right. I don't know. I told Haley this earlier. Like, sometimes I wish they wouldn't, like, bring in so, like, literal char characters into it. Like, you know, like, Dorothea, like, she's saying, like, Dorothea so many times, and I'm just, like, sometimes I like songs that don't have, like, the, the legitimate, like, name. It's more of, like, yeah, you know, like uh sisters or a relationship you know it's like or a mom and dad or a mom yeah. and the daughter you know like it's just yeah it's more nameless and it's just like their character versus like name role kind of dorothea girl or betty <laughs> i mean i do love betty don't get me wrong i love it so much the name drop makes it harder for you to relate it to i know <laughs> and everything's about me you know like whenever <laughs> i'm singing the songs i'm like it's about me but uh no but i mean it's still good but i'm just saying like sometimes i wish like they don't get so, like, descriptive on, like, okay, this is Dorothea, you know? I forgot to mention, she literally wrote Happiness. They finished it last week. Uh, like, these songs are literally being finished, like, within days of her releasing. Like, the turnaround on these, like, the this album work is, like, honestly, like, freaking me out. And it's making me question, like, everyone else in the music industry. Because I'm like, what are y'all doing? Because if she can do this, like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? I need, I need everybody to put out a exactly. new album now. There's nothing, like a week. Come there's on. nothing stopping them from, if she can do this, and her music, I mean, she's one of the biggest selling artists of, like, all time. So if she can do this and she can put out quality stuff, then it's like, maybe this will kind of alter how artists start to, like, the timeline. Because, like, we're, we, you know, instant gratification. Like, we want the music. But, um, Coney Island, I started that one. Mm -hmm. That one was really fun. I like that one, too. Um... Yeah, I think that was... I thought the male voice was kind of off-putting. That's, like, the Nationals. She, mm -hmm. write, she wrote with the lead singer. I thought that was kind of off-putting. But um, they mentioned in the article that I read that the lyric, when I walked up to the podium, I think I forgot to say your name. It could be, like, Calvin Harris. Because when she accepted her album of the year in 2016, which would have been 1989, she, like, didn't thank him or anything. So they were saying that could that could be a callback to that. Mm -hmm. um, Ivy... I liked it. I didn't have anything notable to say about I it. I honestly don't even know if I can remember what it yeah, was even it was, about. It, it was, was just, just kind of like a, oh, okay. Like, um, Cowboy Like Me. I like that one. I love when she writes from the male perspective. Like, I yeah. think it's so cool. It's just such a, like, an interesting, mm -hmm. um, 
I also said I had weirdly like John Mayer vibes from when he like Wait, had. Yes. He released that album that I don't know the name of, but it was like a country folk kind of album. Mm-hmm. And that's what this song reminded me of, which I know it's kind of inappropriate to compare her to John like Mayer. The, the female John Mayer. Yeah. And I'm sure which, you know, I know they dated. So like, but it's okay. Um, long story short, super good. She, Mackenzie literally looked at me as I was writing this and she literally said, are you writing Bop? Because I, and I did. I she did was writing bop. bop as I was saying, are you writing Bop? It's a but... Bop. I said, I want to do the Carlton plus roller skate in the 80s to this song. <laughs> That's, it's such an 80s, I know, I don't think you probably remember it, but you need to listen again. No, I do. It's such, I remember looking at it like, I like this There's like an one. 80s vibe. Like there really mm-hmm. is. Um, okay. Marjorie was track 13. That's her grandmother's name. I found that out. So it's just all about like wishing her grandmother was still here, and I'm wondering is there like a certain like thing about thirteen now like because five is like well, the remember, saddest yeah her lucky number I know but like I'm wondering like like for oh, all the albums 13? you know like Maybe, right yeah because thirteen is Marjorie like I'm wondering if other albums are like I, you I know think, number thirteen is like mean something and something about the album in general is like I think we I think I kind of forgot this but her birthday is the thirteenth so that's in two days. And this is, she's turning 31, so that's her lucky number backwards. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why she said she wanted to, like, ma- release this album and, like, do everything because it's her birthday, and she's turning 31, and so it's all kind of, like, around her, like, lucky number. But, yeah, it definitely could. And maybe she would have done that because it's kind of a little nod because, like, that's her lucky number and it's her grandmother. So, yeah. um, let's see. Closure. Okay, I'm about to spiral. This is, remember, this is the song that I told you about. Yeah. About, okay. So I have a spiral conspiracy about closure, and, like, I just need y'all to stay with me for a second. So if you listen, (laughs) she sings it with, number one, she sings it with a slight British accent. I don't know if y'all can pick up on it, but, like, there is definitely a hint there. Now, the internet is betting on it being Harry Styles, and I, like, that it's about him, and I completely disagree. I do not think she's still writing about Harry Styles. I don't either. Like, it, it, we are talking, I am pretty sure they dated in 2013. Y'all, it is 2020. She's been dating Joe for about f- almost four years now. Like, they're definitely getting married at some point. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's over, when they dated, her and Harry Styles dated for five months. Like, it's not, I don't think he's, she's still writing about him. I personally think that this song is about Ed Sheeran. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> because, so, one of the lyrics she says, in the shape of your name. And so, I personally think that maybe that's, like, a reference to, like, the shape of you. And she mentions that getting the letter from across the sea. So, that's how we obviously know that she's talking about someone from England. Right. Or someone from so Europe that's why in people general. think Harry Styles. Exactly. But she's, also, she's dated Tom Hiddleston. I mean, she's dated a decent oh, amount yeah, of Oh, yeah. I forgot people. about him. Tom Hiddleston, too. But, again, I don't think that's the case. They dated for literally, like, three months. And I really think it's about Ed. I think that she's upset that their friendship ended. Because if y'all remember and if y'all followed her, she, I mean, they were literally the best of friends. I mean, mm-hmm. they talked to, they talked about each other all the time. They, like, posted about each other. They tagged each other. They were best friends. And then all of a sudden, we, like, never heard anything I want to know. Again. I want to know what happened. The last thing that I've seen that they publicly acknowledged each other was in July of 2019, when she was promoting his new album. That was the last time I've ever heard anything from them. And I think if you listen to the song, it doesn't even have to be inherently romantic. Because obviously I'm not saying they were dating. I'm saying it's a loss of a friendship. Mm-hmm. And I think Ed has kind of honestly retired from music. I'm not saying he's gone forever. But he has gotten married. 
he bought this huge complex compound in England that's like was worth millions and millions of dollars for him and his wife. And he just wants to be with her and like live a semi-normal life, I think, at least for the time being. And I think he has checked out and I think effectively he's checked out of like all of his friendships, I guess, at least the ones in Hollywood. And I think that's what this is about. I think she's saying like, I got your letter. I'm doing better. Like, I don't need your closure. Like, I don't, you know, like, I get it. You don't want to be friends anymore. Like, whatever. Mm. So, I don't know. That is my, that's my spiral in this song. Yeah, I we, think, were, we were talking about it last night, and I was like, oh, I just, my God. Like, cause I, I would just not thought of that. But I couldn't help but think about it. because but it makes so much sense to me now. I know, and I, I just keep wondering, like, why don't they talk? Why don't they talk anymore? I know. She's had a lot of famous friendships that, I don't know, we don't really see much of anymore. Like... I don't know. So I'm really interested. I hope we get to learn more about that, but I don't know. We might not. It might just be one of those things. And then last one, obviously, Evermore. Last on the album. Um, Which I told Haley, I don't get why Folklore didn't have a song called Folklore. Like it a title track. Me. Yeah. It bothers me. I don't know why. I just personally feel robbed because I was telling McKenzie, like, I love Bonnie Bear. Like, I love his voice and I love his lower register. And in Exile, we got that, like, super rich, like, deep voice. I loved voice. it. I loved it it's, in Exile. You just, like, literally want to, like, wrap yourself up in it. Like, it is so comforting, like, everything. And, like, he literally sings, like, in, like, fal- falsetto the entire song for this song. And I'm just, like, I feel like we just got robbed. Because it's just not what I'm used to, especially from, like, him. Like, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't my favorite, but I appreciated her part in it. Like, I think her lyrics are good and everything. But I don't know. So, that's... That's really all the tracks. There are actually two bonus tracks that we have not heard, but that's because mm-hmm. you had to buy the physical album. Yeah. So we don't really, we haven't seen, I don't really know what they're called, but um, those are on the physical album. But that's kind of, those were our first impressions at least. I think. Do um, you like Folklore more than Evermore? Right now, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I don't know. There's, ask me in a month, you know. Ask us in a month, yeah. I think there's always the thing, like, one time, like, I had to learn in class, but, like, it's like the primacy effect or something where the first thing is always going to be the most favorite thing in your head because it was first. Mm-hmm. So, and I that could be the case here. Um, so, I don't know. But, I mean, I, I do like it more, but I think I'm actually about to go to Arizona, so I'm going, I already decided, and I'm kind of excited because this is kind of like an Arizona vibe. Yeah. album you know what I mean like being mm-hmm. out on the ranch like, like a on travel. a horse yeah <laughs> so I'm gonna like listen to it all the way on the plane Mackenzie and I bonded one time about how when we go to New York we literally both put on like welcome to New York when we're landing oh it is a thing <laughs> I, and, and the funny part is that I put on welcome to New York when I'm entering like the flight like area of the state like I don't need yeah, it's not like yeah. and I play on repeat welcome to New York for like, like you know okay, fifth time right fifth time <laughs> I'm like oh am I landing now nope oh repeat start it over oh yeah I've listened to it probably like a total of like I, I say maybe five or more just like on repeat until like I make the actual landing I know I I love her music for some reason listening on the plane Harry's the same way for me too but like there's some music that you just listen to on planes and like that's Taylor for me so this album definitely is like my little gift to like carry me through but I I think we all just want to say thank you to her. Yeah. Because this has been... I know I was talking to Will and I was talking to Matthew and, like, Will said... What did he say? He said, Taylor fans are feasting. And we yeah. are. Like, literally, like, the amount of content that we get is mm-hmm. unreal. I don't even understand how we've listened to the... We listened to the entire album, I think, within an hour. Yeah. I don't know. That, the songs must be shorter. I know. Must be. At least in the first half. Because we were, like... And we had paused some and rewound. Rewound? And it, re, 
Is that oh, you said rewind. I said rewind, but is it rewind? Rewinded? Not re. I didn't. You said rewound. Yeah, like past tense. Yeah, or re rewind. This rewind is, is past tense. This is docket all over again. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying like rewind. rewind. Anyway, we went back and like skipped like so many right. of them, and we replayed like we replayed, some yeah. some parts, and, and we were then, still only an hour. And I was like, it's 11:54, Haley. I said, how are we like? We have, like, two songs left. I was like, what's going on? But if y'all have not, I'll say this before we, like, wrap everything up. If y'all have not watched her Long Pond Sessions on Disney+, Plus, y'all definitely need to go watch that. I think you still have to watch it. I huh? still have to watch it, yeah. It's so good, and she talks... <laughs> Eye roll. She talks so much about all the different background of the songs and, like, what she was thinking when she made them, and she talks to Jack Antonoff, which he bothers me as a human being, so <laughs> that's, just a, that's just a whole other conversation, but... They have, it's, like, in this pond in, like, upstate New York. I mean, it's, like, such folklore vibes. Yeah. And also, she talks about how, including on this album, Joe is, like, a songwriter and, like, helps her write songs. Like, he wrote, I think he wrote Betty. I'm not even lying. I love Betty. And he said, he. she said it sounded so amazing from his male voice that she knew they had to keep, like, that male perspective. Mm -hmm. But she said, apparently, on this album... You know his pseudonym. Do you know this? His pseudonym is William Bowery. Yes. So that's his, like, th when you see that name, you know it's Joe. He helped her write Champagne Problems, Coney Island, but, and Evermore. But what's, the, but what's the point if everyone knows what his name is? Because, I don't know, I think it's just fun to create. Because once they know, I know, you know, it's like. She does it, too. She did it on Reputation, too. His name is, like, the her name is, like, Neil something. Like, I think it's just fun to, like, create an alter ego, like authors do. Like, sometimes they come out later and, like, that's me. Like, J.K. Rowling did that. I think her name is Robert something. Like, she released a whole book under a pseudonym. I think it's just fun for artists to do sometimes. But Joe helped her write Champagne Problems, Coney Island, and Evermore, and he actually is playing the piano on Evermore. Oh, I know. So he's obvious. I mean, it's cute. He's, like, getting super involved in, like, everything that she does. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I want them to get married. I don't know what to do about a Taylor wedding, though. Like, I would be oh, like... Oh, my God. I feel like it would be very folklore vibes. It would be so intimate, and it, it would, would be upsetting to me, but for that I, reason. I think... I think it would be, like, outside in the pond, like, kind of, like... 1,000%. Yeah, it'd be yeah. very folklore the whole time. Like, her wedding dress would be... That's why I see everyone it's was like speculating... Lace, like... Yeah, super long, like, oh, yeah. flowy. Everyone was speculating that Willow or the music video was her, like, wedding dress, and it was, like, a music video for, like, a wedding or something. Mm -hmm. I don't think anything, we have anything to confirm that. I mean, I did write that she says, take my hand, and she mentions a, tr mentions a train, which, wait, now I'm realizing I thought... Yeah, right? Like, your wedding dress is, like, your train. It's like a train on a wedding dress, yeah. right? So that's why... They, I, they have a train on a wedding dress, right? Yeah. So that's why I wrote that, because I thought Willow, if anything, I thought would give us little, like, wedding Easter egg vibes, but I don't know. I think she's just taking what her time. What are you Easter eggs? That's literally what they call them. Easter eggs. <laughs> For what? Like, it's like... It's because when you're in a... When you're in, like, an Easter egg hunt, you're looking for Easter eggs. So, like, whenever you're in her album, you're looking for Easter eggs. Okay. <laughs> like, little things to, like, tell you the different things. Okay. So, I was looking for Easter eggs. I know. <laughs> in Willow. And I didn't really find anything that was, like, oh, they definitely are engaged, like, blah, blah, blah. But well, I Peter think... Rabbit definitely hit them very well. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, think, I think when she is ready, I think when Miss Swift is ready to let us know that she's engaged, she'll let us know. 
fan. So <laughs> that is, I think we just, I think we just wrapped Evermore up yeah. in a nice little bow. Yeah. And you know, what? I'm not a hundred percent like upset about the whole bonus track thing because I didn't like the bonus song from the <laughs> folklore. So I don't know. <laughs> I think you're unjustly criticizing the lakes because we didn't get it on the first round. So it's like this. I don't it's know. Like the, no, but I listened to it on walks. Like I've tried. It's like the I'm ugly not, stepchild. It is the like, ugly <laughs> <laughs> like they the don't lake, get invited the, to Christmas. It and, like, is the lakes is the bonus track of folklore, and I just like was not about it. I don't know why. Like I got so excited. I said, "Oh my god, Haley, they, she released a bonus track. Oh my god, oh my god, go listen." Mm-mm. It's I'm good. like, don't even go listen. It's not that great. So if y'all do have the physical copy, just let us know if you like happen to listen to those other two, and can yes. actually and let us know if they're worth our time and love and energy and money and money. I want to be the kind of person who buys her physical album, so maybe. Yeah. I already looked at the merch for Evermore. It's cute stuff. Oh, okay. She updates, y'all know she updates her merch site, for, like, weekly. Really? With, like, yes. With, like, new stuff. So, like, Evermore already has a whole line out of, like, beanies and scrunchies and. Is this the same font? I mean, I guess it's the same font and the same font, but it's, co- it's more colorful. Because oh. if you notice, Folklore is black and white and Evermore is in color. Yeah, but so, it's still very woodsy, but, like, I think the color mm-hmm. just comes from her coat. Like, it's more like her, for, right. like, real, right. physical body in a coat. <laughs> I love the braid. I really did. I was like, oh, oh I like it. That was iconic. Yeah. Was, was that like, a French braid? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I thought immediately I said I want to braid my hair. <laughs> because literally the, we just stared at it for, like, 15 tracks because that was on the <laughs> album cover. Right? So, we just, so we just, like, <laughs> looked at the album cover for, like, forever. Just mesmerized by this braid. I know. I just, like, what does it look like from the front? Her bangs are just probably, like, in her face right <laughs> a now. A mystery. Yeah, Mackenzie, Mackenzie's so, such a hater about her bangs. I'm not a hater, I hater. I just, sometimes I just don't, I don't get the wake up and just kind of, like, leave the bangs as it's is. Bedhead. Yeah, I know, but, like, I don't want to live like that every day. It's just a vibe. You don't get it. Okay. Well, on that note, um, Thank we'll see you so later. Much for Thanks. listening. Be sure to, um, we'll probably have an episode when Haley gets back from Arizona. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I wish we were both going so we could, like, record something fun. Yeah, but, you know, but she's going with her boyfriend's family, so. It's going to be fun. But look out. We're going to have lots of new TV updates for y'all. Yes. And, yeah. Thank y'all so much. Bye. Bye.